Welcome, welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. Coach Jeff Williams here along with Coach Bray Cook, our man, the mouth, Brent Benner's out. Assignment. He's out on assignment. I'm on the road. Big weekend. I, I tell you what, I, just between me and you, talk to him on the phone, man. That guy's not real happy right now. It, I bet he's a little upset. He, he is upset, <laughs> really taking things personally. I think he's been kicked off three or four radio stations this know. week for just, you know, he's, he's a competitor and – uh, he's just passionate. He's very, very passionate. Very, very passionate and everything. Well, let's get into it. Uh, you know, we were sitting here last week and talked about the LSU game and how we, we saw improvement and, you know, felt pretty good about going into A&M. And I'm going to shoot straight. I was completely dead wrong against A&M. I, I've watched them twice. I watched them against Miami. I watched them against Auburn. I did not know they were that physical up front. And I don't know if that's a concern for us, but more I've watched it, I think they're very fish. You know, those down four are all five-star guys, and they play eight of them. And I thought A&M was a lot more physical football team after watching the game Mm -hmm. than going into the game. What was your thoughts? Well, that's that's one thing you got to remember is, I mean, regardless of their record, regardless of what's going on with, with the coaching there, they're always going to have some studs, uh, especially out of the state of Texas and, and A&M being the program that it is and and being the home state of Texas. They're going to they're going to pull some guys. and They're going to have talent. And typically, you know, at that D-line spot, if you got talent there, you just tell them to go. You know, they can go. Well, and let's let's get into it. You, you've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, all the you know, offensive linemen are funny is. They don't want to be heard from. I mean, they don't want to be heard or seen. They just want to do their job most of the time and kind of, you know, go eat the pregame meal, postgame. You know, they kind of do their own deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are getting after them. I mean, yeah. let's just, just, just call it like it is. They're in the spotlight. I mean, they're in the spotlight. Uh, I know Coach Pittman's been down there this week coaching them. You've been in those situations. Mm-hmm. I've been there as a coach, as a player also, you know, the confidence level and things like that, mm-hmm. and you got to. It's easy to hear. Let's block out the noise. Yep. But you can still get in your car, and the noise is still there. And sure. you got to do, be do a really good job. That you've been in those situations. What's going through those young men's mind? Because nobody wants to play better than than they do. But, yeah. But, but what's going on through their minds right now? Well, you know, you say it's hard to block out the noise, but in the old line room, you know, it, it's it's not as hard you know you're able to shut that door and, and really rely on the guys around you because you have to regardless of what the noise is um you know how if you're having a good day or a bad day in the press or, or the people like us talking about them it doesn't really matter to them so um that's a positive you know for those guys is they are able to shut that door and, and able to kind of group around each other um but there is the aspect of you know we do have to improve uh, at, at the old line spot well, and I think so, too, and hopefully they'll get that done. You know, what was your takeaway? Man, I, I tell you what, A&M's – and mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not an A&M guy. I'm jumping on the wagon here. They still sure. – you know, I sit there and watch Ole Miss, too, and they and LSU, and they scored, you know, 100,000 points, both of them. Mm-hmm. And then Alabama, like we talked about last week, there's no doubt they have figured out what they're doing. They're going to run the ball – Play defense. Coach Saban's back. He's chewing yep. butt on the sideline from the punter to the equipment manager. Watch Everybody's out. getting in, and they're back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one thing, so kind of go back to A and M. What was your take as far as A and M and the Hogs as a whole through the whole game? Do you? I mean, I, you know, we're sitting down there on defense, and people don't understand this last series of the game they're on the one yard line game's over doesn't matter we hold them out mm-hmm. and show some toughness and some grit and average fan walks away who cares no big deal that's a big deal when huge you get deal. back in that locker room. huge deal it's, it's a huge deal not to give up in that situation um because they didn't have to they didn't have to do that and, and for them to them to go out there and make that stop show some resilience um but We've got to take a step forward. And, uh, you know, are that tight end getting injured? You know, that's yeah. going to be a big deal moving forward. I mean, you've been there. Mm-hmm. And don't sit there and don't think Cochinos didn't have – I mean, yeah. that guy's our most productive mm-hmm. receiver. And they got some stuff, you know, the whole package. And this is the way this works, ladies and gentlemen. You have your play <laughs> sheet right here, if you can see me on YouTube. And when that happens, you do this yep. right here and you – 
and there goes half your game plan 100%. a lot of times. And probably more than that, especially with that kid. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got to change what you're doing and what your attack was. And um, whenever you've got a new OC, new DC, whenever something like that happens to a, to a player of that magnitude, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, let's get our defense a little bit. They gave us some points. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't think there were going to be the 85 Bears coming into it. We, we missed a few tackles, but I thought defensively we – we kind of are, are who we thought we were mm-hmm. going into it. I, we've we've done a pretty good job. We you know they bailed us out there in the second half with the pick six. They're getting some turnovers. Mm-hmm. Now we got to look on and go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss has just yeah. played played beat LSU back and forth. Lane Kiffin, they're scoring points left and right. Uh, should be a uh, man. What it should be a crazy crazy game. What do you see, Arkansas? We can't go into it the mindset we're going to match them points for points. I just don't mm-hmm. think we can do that. What do you think Arkansas's mindset's going into this game with with and you know, Ole Miss played Alabama didn't score a lot of points. So yeah. I mean, they're okay. they've kind of been up and down, but they look very very talented. And mm-hmm. I talked to one of their coaches this year earlier, and, and he felt like they were fixing to have a great year. Yeah. Well, you know, going to Ole Miss six thirty p.m. Um, our guys will be fired up, be ready to go. Um, you've got to you've got to lean a little bit on the fact that we do kind of have Ole Miss's number, yep. and uh, it seems to be a good matchup for us. It has in the past, and, and we've played some really exciting games, uh, both here and, and there uh, versus Ole Miss. And we you we find a way to get it done. I mean, A and M, we find a way to screw it up. Yeah, Ole Miss, we find a way to win it. So isn't that funny how, how that that that, that you, you hate to rely on that? Yeah. But I mean, it's it, it's proven true. Yeah, it so. is. I mean, we've what. I was talking to a uh, A&M fan during the game. Our tight end goes down. I go, there you go. Yep. That's the first first sign. And then, then Ole Miss, we've had, you know, the crazy overtime games. Mm-hmm. Been on the road, beat them here, dominated them here last year. Yep. Uh, should be an outstanding football game. Yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's change it over to a little high school. Let's go ahead and bring on our, our Danny McCune, our BSN guest, and find out who our BSN Player of the Week is. Big Danny. I tell you what, a lot of great performances all over the state. And I tell you what we're seeing is things are starting to shape up. The way we're gonna, I'm gonna talk with uh we're gonna talk later on about the games of the week a little bit, you know, but things are starting to shape up in conferences a little bit and after uh five weeks of play here, uh tell me you, you what did you see last week and how how did we come up with our BSN player of the week? Well, I, I I tell you what, uh, last week, last Friday night must have been the night of the quarterback because we had some big time numbers put up from some quarterbacks. Uh, sophomore at Dardanelle, Creed Vega had like 550 total yards of offense. The, the uh, Drake Lindsay at Fayetteville had six TDs and Carter Knight at Bentonville too. So had some big offensive explosions last week and, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's starting to shape up. We're starting to jockey for playoff seeds, and hard to believe that we're already halfway done. It really is, and I, I tell you what else is, you know, you people don't see this is, you know, even people are trying to get in those fifth and sixth and third, you know, four seeds. There's some big games this week that could really determine that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, everybody is uh, – you're either in or out here shortly, so it's time to start playing. Exactly. Well, tell me, what did you come up with this week? So I mentioned those three other guys there, and there were several other ones that were were really in contention. But uh, there was one that stood out above and beyond everybody else, and our, our BSN Sports Arkansas Player of the Week for Week 5 is Alma quarterback Jackson Daly. Well, he had a really big game, boy. I tell you what, Coach Bush, them got to be proud about that bunch. I mean, they go in, uh, you know, underdogs against Farmington, and and man pulls off that victory. And you know, the the daily kid there who had a big game, got good genes. I actually played with one of his uncles, and his dad was a great player at Alma, also, and and Adam and Lee Daly. But so he comes from good genes. Tell us, so give us some stats. Well, yeah, and uh, besides Adam and Lee, you know, uh, his, his grandfather, Marvin Daly, played for the Razorbacks back in the 70s, and uh, Clark Moore is his uncle that played for the Razorbacks. So, so yeah, some pretty good bloodlines there. But, uh, yeah, he broke some school records last week, and uh, 
He had he rushed. He's quarterback now, but he carried it 26 times for 320 yards and six touchdowns. Good. And uh, he also threw for 156 and had a touchdown pass. So he had 476 yards of total offense. He broke the all-time school rushing record, which anybody that knows a little bit about Alma football, there have been some dudes that have toted the rock at Alma. When I think about guys like uh, Ralph Stockmer and Richie White and and even Adam Daly, his father. So big. And even beyond that, I didn't know this until I, I talked to Coach Bush, but he had three of his five starting offensive linemen that didn't play. Wow. So for them to have that kind of offensive output against a, a really solid Farmington team, and we know – we know what they do defensively, and we know who's coaching them on defense. So I'm sure Moreland was probably spitting everywhere. But uh, it's, it's an impressive feat for him. And for him to have put up those kind of numbers and to break school records like he did, that's that was a deadlock cinch for our player of the week. Well, it is. I mean, you sitting there, think about it, man. You're going in the game, you got three, three starting offensive linemen out. And, you know, you know you got to put it on your shoulders. And boy, you what a man! What a testament to that young man. Two two of his touchdown runs. One was for seventy six yards, the first play of the third quarter, and he had one for ninety yards. We're talking about a quarterback now, so. Well, and I tell you what, they got two good running backs too. You know, in Alma, they got two really really good running backs. But you know, his progression, that kid's progression, has been great all year long. Well, well, Danny, what, what we got on on tap this week as far as uh, Friday night? Got some big games. There's there's some big games, uh, and you know, there, there's some tough decisions to make. But I'm going with my heart Friday night. There's a, there's a rivalry game that I would not miss, and that's. The, uh, the Jacksonville Titans roll into Sylvan Hills, my oh. alma mater. Oh, hometown, hometown. Yeah, hey, that's for blood. That's for blood. I'm, I, it's my chance to, uh, if we beat Jacksonville like we we're supposed to, I get to rub Mark Watley's nose in it. So that's what I'm looking forward to on Friday night. Well, that sounds like it. Neither team's got to win, so somebody's going to win their first game. But uh, that's a that's a rivalry that goes back about fifty years. That is a big rival. It goes back way back. And you talk about two schools just you know back to back, right? Real so close to each other, know each other. Should be a great game. Well, looking forward to talking to you Friday and see how that thing's turning out. We'll shoot you some text and back and forth. Hey, Danny, appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Jeff. Well, I guess you're going to be getting to see some of that player yeah. of the week this yeah. week. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Day, what a phenomenal game he had last week. And, and the heck of a player. Uh, the heck of a player. And uh, know, know his uncle and his family and, mm-hmm. and, and, and football people and just and the kid. Six touchdowns is amazing. Well, let's do this. The mouth is out this week. And so we're going to have to bring him on. We're going to bring Coach Daryl Fimple back on, our guest picker last week. Uh-oh. Huge hit. He's fired up. He's been studying. He's got all kinds of numbers on. Uh, let's go ahead and bring him on right now. Eight and two, man. Eight and I mean, two, buddy. I mean, what? Break down last week for him. What did you see out there? I know you watched a lot of games. Uh, I know you were upset with Mills last week a little bit. Mills let me down, but, you know, after further research of that game, that Thursday night threw us all off, Mills. I mean, Mills in the Thursday night game, we just were not uh, prepared for that. If you look at scores, uh, Maul Melba, you know, got a couple turnovers early, got some momentum on their side, and they, they you know, they just uh, uh, held on at the end because we came storming back there, the Mills, uh, Mills Comets did. They, they, and then Camden Fairview, they were just mad at me. People were calling me because I picked against them and talked about them in 92, and they just they, – they I mean, they used that. They used that to, to pump some people up, and and uh, they played out of their minds last week against my Texarkana Razorbacks. Well, t- talk to about this. Let's just let's, let's hit this one, which I thought, man, well, they've kind of defined themselves a little bit. West Memphis. West Memphis. West Memphis, yeah. A big game at home. It's uh, Catholic. You know, Against Dominant. Catholic, uh, and we're figuring out maybe Catholic has some trouble with the travel plans, but uh, I thought West Memphis did a really good job, didn't turn the ball over, uh, had some uh, some big-time plays. Uh, of course, uh, I think Catholic had a little trouble trying to get open uh, against some uh, of the speed they seen that night. Well, and, and that's a big game. Let's also 
Let's talk about the Cersei Lions holding on there late against El Dorado last week. Yes, once again, uh, have no problem scoring, and that's what I'm seeing around the state. We're not having a lot of teams that are having trouble scoring. I mean, you see some big crooked scores up there. Uh, I don't know if we've got some defense coordinators maybe in their first year in their roles, but uh, I'm sure some of them's got the hot seat. Um, I think Coach Panky at uh, Conway's by far right now got probably the best defense uh, going uh, right now. So he's doing a magnificent job there at Conway. Well, you saw you were there live at the North Little Rock Conway game. What what did you take away from that? Uh, speed. Speed of Conway was pretty impressive. I didn't think Conway played as sharp, and then I opened up the newspaper and I seen that Buck agreed with me. Uh, I didn't think they got to 212. I think they were run, hovering around like 210 uh, because I thought they got a little lackadaisical. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, kids read newspapers. It's kind of hard to get, you know, 16 to 18-year-old kids all lined out every night. But uh, once again, they're pretty impressive, really good up front. Uh, you know, both tackles did a great job of pushing ends out, and I thought they did a really, really good job. Well, all right, let's get into it. Got some big games this week. Let's start over in eastern Arkansas. The mouse not here this week. Obviously, he's he's on, on, on assignment. Got a big week this week. Uh, let's go. We got East Poinsett County at Cross County. You should have some insight on this one. The mouth and Grandma Nod took Cross County. Who you got on this one? Well, let me set here my notes here. You got me, uh, got me a little on this one. Uh, I've got EPC, the Warriors of EPC, winning this one. Uh, you know, Cross County's doing a great job. Heck, they just built that program from you know fields. Uh, Doctor Nathan Morris is their superintendent there at Cross County. He's making changes. He knows how important athletics is, especially to a small community. But EPC is going to be too much for them offensively. They've got some game changers on that side of the football, and I look for the EPC. Um, you know, that's a great town, too, La Ponta. I mean, where are you from? I'm from La Ponta. I think that's going to be a worth seven points in itself. So I'm taking EPC in that one. La Ponta. Huh? We refer to it as La Panta over there. Gotcha. La Panta, my bad. I, you know, I, I talked to uh, one year uh, uh, Billy Donovan was recruiting Kayvon Allen from North Little Rock, and, uh, he was making that trip quite often, looking at the Monk boys, and he he could couldn't understand how that school was just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> he said it was kind of scary, uh, oh, but it was the travel. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with EPC also. All right, staying staying that staying in two A a little bit. England at defending state champion Hazen. The mouth Man. took Hazen. Grandma and I took Hazen. I'm gonna take Hazen. Who you got? I've got Hazen, too. The Hornets are uh, off to an unbelievable start once again. Really hard to beat at home. Uh, you know, they've got some uh, weapons, too, all over the place. Uh, and, you know, you can't uh, you can't beat playing at home against an England bunch. It's got some big playability, but they've kind of struggled stopping people. Well, and I think Hazen's got a great football team playing at home this time of year. They're ready to roll. Here's a game so surprising. If you hadn't really been keeping up with it, you think, why is this game on? Mansfield at Charleston. Mansfield has been rolling. got a great quarterback rolling up points all year long. Got to travel to Charleston. They've been up and down a little bit in the non-conference part of it. Now we're down to conference play. Talk to me. Well, uh, Charleston, you know, historically really, really good program. Uh, they've scored 129 points, given up 128, which is not a great number uh, out there. Their non-conference schedule was pretty difficult. Uh, Mansfield, they do play Mansfield at home. Uh, you know, it's kind of a cluster, too, at the top of that conference with Mansfield. Everybody's waiting for Boonville, too. But Mansfield has been dominant. Uh, they have average, they've scored 254 points and given up 23 points. For God's <laughs> sakes, who's that guy? On that side of the ball, he's doing a magnificent job. Greenland, uh, they went and played Greenland, beat them 65-0. to zero. If you were a fireworks salesman that night and you scored, you made a lot of money there for Mansfield. So Mansfield is uh, ready to uh, shoot cannons in the whole nine yards because, I, like I said, they can score a ton of points. So I'm going to take Mansfield. Oh, Mansfield. Coach Williams going to stick with Charleston. I just think tradition. But I, I tell you, you got to keep an eye on that, that Mansfield team because they are – Man, they're explosive. All right, now these are the two teams we can't figure out all year long. We got Lakeside at Texarkana. We were real high on Texarkana last week. They heard the, 
the war story about you going down to, uh, to Fairview. Fairview takes wins at Lakeside, uh, goes to Magnolia. It's me. I mean, up and down. Lakeside's played some, had some big wins earlier this year. Mouse taking Texarkana. Grandma and Oz taking Lakeside. Who are you liking this? Well, this one's an interesting too, and what a heck of a conference you got! That conference there, of course, you know everybody's kind of juggling from second to fifth. To tell you the truth, because you got Parkview in that league, which is on a whole different level, uh, and they've shown it so far. But I think I'm going to take Texarkana. Uh, Texarkana's man defensively, they played really well up until last week. You know, Camden was the first one to get them. Uh, they both lost road uh, games last week. Uh, so this one's going to be a little interesting. Texarkana gets back home uh, where they're really, really good. And here comes Lakeside uh, ready to get after them. So I'm going to take Texarkana in that one, uh, which is going to make that conference race really, really interesting down the road. Oh, it's going to jam it up everywhere. I'm going to go with Lakeside. I, I've just How about Magnolia? To... How about Magnolia? Coming out? And, and, yeah, and I mean, just done a well, great where job they come down from? There. So. But, you know, you get that triple option going down there. And Beefy them start off slow and they're coming on. All yeah, right, I think so. This is a tough one, too. Mills at Pine Bluff. Uh, uh, Grandma and I's going with Pine Bluff. The mouth's going to go with Mills. Uh, Mills, like I said, they're never out of it. They're always in it. They've come from behind. They score points. They got beat by Maumelle, turned it over last week. Pine Bluff has been quiet and just steadily rolling and winning. Another conference uh, race that's huge there because you've got Robinson. Both of them got Robinson left on the schedule. Uh, Marion, who can figure that? Uh, I mean, Mills, I mean, Mills, who can figure out what happened last Thursday because Maul Mills down there kind of towards the end of the end of the league. Uh, Pine Bluff beat up on the bottom half of the league. They haven't really played anybody. This is their first test. Uh, of course, it's going to be at home, too. And Pine Bluff uh, so far this year hasn't lost a home game. But I'm going to take the Mills comments for God's sakes. Can <laughs> you get it done this week? We're playing on Friday night. So I'm thinking the galaxy's going to be booming. We're going to come in there with a little chip on our shoulder, maybe get off to a better start, and I'm going to take the Mills comments in this one. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with the, the, the Z's. I'm going to go with the zebras. I, I think they've got it going on right there. But, but this thing go either way. There ain't no doubt. Staying in the same conference. Here we go. Mom, Mel, Coach Moppin goes pulls a big upset last week against Mills. Headed back to where he used to work at, at Joe T. Robinson. Coach Escola's got a young football team, but they hadn't lost since week zero, and they do a great job. Uh, the mouse going with Robinson. Coach uh, Grandma Nas going with Robinson. I'm going to go with Robinson. I hate to do that to Coach Mob two weeks in a row, but I'm going to go with him. Who you like? Well, here's an interesting fact about is this, you know, Scola, Coach Escola's been over there forever. I guess he's kind of like the Nick Saban. Uh, his assistants don't beat him. So uh, his former assistants are not real good against the Robinson Senators. I still uh, think their field should be called the General Assembly. I think that would be awesome if you're the Senators. But anyway, that since the Italic R, you know, they went to this big R, they haven't lost either. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really know the facts on that, but I thought the, uh, the curse of R was kind of cool. They're only giving up 13 points a night. You take away the uh, Pulaski Academy opening game, uh, they've given up 30. Uh, so I'm taking the Robinson centers, the senators in this one. Uh, Maul Mel, uh, like I said, played really well last night. They have a kid on their roster. I don't even know if this guy plays, but he's his name's Jahalan Harris. He's one of the Harris boys. He's a sophomore. He's 6'7", 375 pounds. I'd like to give him an out, uh, a, a nickname. I think I can give him a nickname. Call him the Mountaintop. How about that, huh? <laughs> the mountaintop. I don't even know if the guy plays, but he is a monster. So, anyway, Maumelle's future looks pretty bright uh, heading in here, but I think the Robinson Senator is going to have too much at the General Assembly field. Well, let's go over to the 6A East. The new line offense, Cersei, came because Zach Clark pulls out a win over El Dorado last week. Marion hosted Benton and just, boy, did not. That didn't turn out real good. Benton looks pretty dominant now. I think Benton has shown some people some that. And, you know, they're good from seventh grade up. Uh, they have really uh, built a program over there on that part of Saline County, which is pretty amazing because now you got both of those guys going. Well, here's who we got. The mouth has Marion. Grandma Nas taking Marion. I'm going to take Marion. I think they bounce back. I just think they – 
they got a lot of good good athletes. It's a long trip over there for the new line offense. I'm going to go with Marion. Who you got here? Well, it's been interesting uh, on that one. Both of them have kind of, uh, you know, struggled. Cersei's defense has struggled at times. Uh, but I think Marion's going to end up getting this game, even though Zach's going to do a fantastic job of having his kids ready to play. But I think Marion's going to be too much at home for him. I think so, too. Well, we got a big battle here. Fix to bring on uh, ooh, ooh, uh, Coach Brad Hobbs here real quick uh, from the uh, Springdale Bulldogs. I got a big matchup in in town match with Harbor. Big playoff it, implications. Let's bring him on right now. Our BSN guest of the week, Coach Brad Hobbs. Coach, boy, I tell you what, you know, when uh, going into this week, uh, rival games, Two in-town games here in Springdale. Throw all the records and what's going on in the past out the window. You never know what's going to happen in this game. Both of you are sitting right there on the brink of, of probably getting in the playoffs. I believe, you know, if y'all yeah. win and everything probably goes out as planned, you're in. Uh, they're, they're still fighting also. They need to get a victory over you guys to kind of secure their spot. So it's, it's a huge, huge game as far as playoff implications. You guys have played them. A lot of times. I mean, y'all played, you know, I think it's about a 20-year period. Golly, it's hard to believe it's been that long. Yeah. And uh, struggled at times. But you feel good. We talked about your football team going in this year. I've actually got to watch you play live, new offense and things. Y'all kind of, you know, beat Farmington. Y'all have done some great things. And we'll turn it over a little bit. And then we got to come back. And that part of Harbor's, Harbor's given up a lot of points. But you look at their schedule. I mean, my gosh, they played the Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots, and, and you know that schedule's been brutal to those guys. They get a win last week. Tell me mm-hmm. how healthy you are, how you feel about it going into it, uh, and let's just really focus in on your team, then we'll talk about Harbor. Where are you all at this point in time in the season and your, your growth? Sure. Um, you know, I think uh, each game we're getting a little bit you know, we're going to get a little bit better offensively, uh, especially with the new style that we're running. Um, you know, each week we get to add a little bit more uh, of a wrinkle or formation or something in there that that's going to cause, you know, the defense even more problems. Um, we switched some personnel around trying to get our best guys on the field, um, you know, with some of our receivers to kind of open up the passing game a little bit because we, we haven't done much uh, in that area. Um, so we feel good about that. But as far as health wise and everything, um, you know, this time of the year, um, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, we got Caden Asrud, uh, who's a playmaker for us, a returning starter. He came back last week, um, had a big game. And so, um, you know, we like where we're at right now. And uh, like I said, we've moved some guys around offensively and defensively uh, that I think that's going to help us as we uh, continue moving forward. Uh, in this conference hunt. Well, and and you talked about, you know, you put in a new offense. It takes a while for that. You know, you're you're changing just wholesale. You know, going the triple option, that's timing. People talk about passing game time. Triple option's got much timing and mesh and all that stuff to deal with. It it's tough. And and y'all where are you at offensively as far as your growth right now? I mean you talk about expand the passing game. Do you yeah. feel like you're making strides where you need to go offensively? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, you know, when you watch um, our games, we're able to move the football. Um, you know, it, our biggest Achilles right now is ourselves. Um, you know, I think you mentioned before, um, you know, turning the ball over. That's the biggest thing for us, uh, ball security. And it hasn't been a lot of, you know, um, pitching it on the ground. It's been more with the mesh and everything. And, um, you know, switching to a new offense, we knew there was going to be some hiccups. Um, but I'm I, I'm telling you, I couldn't be more pleased as far as, you know, the growth, um, you know, from when we started and how quickly um, we're able, we were able to transition. And, and that just, um, you know, goes to show you what a great job Coach Bray and Coach Hahn and, and those guys that we brought in. Um, you know, we're not dabbling in the uh, in the option game. I mean, uh, we're majoring in it. I mean, whole wholesale, um, and I think it's uh, you you know been beneficial for us. And um, you know, with our personnel and type of players, and uh, I think that we're only going to continue to grow with it and continue to get better um, as as we move forward. 
Well, talk to us this. So let's get let's turn the page here and look at Harvard. Uh, you know, started off really slow, gave up a bunch of points. You know, they've got a young football team. Everybody knew it going into it. Uh, got their first win last week, impressive win over Heritage. What do you see on film with those guys? There, there are scoring points. And yeah. uh, and so what are you seeing, you know, offensive, defensively? And, you know, what do you have to do to, to, to beat these guys? Yeah, um, you know, that, that's the thing. they played an extremely hard non-conference schedule. Um, and one thing I'm seeing is, you know, their their growth and and how much uh, they're improving each week. Uh, you know, you watch the the Mustang Oklahoma game, you watch uh, the Bentonville game, and they're able to score points, move the football. I tell you, their offense. Uh, I've been really impressed as far as watching them. Um, you know, just with all the trades and the shifts and the motions and how fast that they go. Uh, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing for us this week is, is to be able to get lined up because with all the different uh, formations and everything, um, you know, they want to catch you out of position or, you know, get proper leverage or, or get an extra guy. And so that'll be our biggest, um, you know, hurdle as far as defensively is make sure that we're getting lined up. But then also, you know, we've got to be able to tackle and, um, you know, not give up the big play. I think offensively, you know, I feel good going in uh, to each game offensively. I think that, you know, we're going to be able to move the football. Um, you know, I think that with we do have some depth at our slot and our fullback position. Um, so I think, you know, as the game goes on, um, you know, I think that we can really wear on them. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be one of our strengths. But, you know, also controlling the clock. If we, if we can do a good job offensively, keep their offense off the field, uh, I think is going to be a big, um, you know, a big key uh, for our success on Friday night. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. Well, talk to me. We, you got to go over there. We're getting a police escort, please. We're going to get a police escort. You know, everybody's coming in. There'll be everybody in town there. Uh, ought to be a great, great – game this Friday night. Well, Coach, good luck to you and your staff. We'll have you on later on down the road. Uh, hey, keep up the good work. We're always checking work every Friday night. I appreciate it, Coach. Thanks for having me on, and I enjoy listening to you guys. Well, we appreciate you. Have a good one. Man, Coach Hobbs feels, feels good about where he's at with his offense. They turned it over, had some turnover issues, moved some people around. I look at Harbor. Harbors played the Dallas Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Patriots this year. Man, and uh, played Bentonville, gave up a lot of points, but they scored a bunch of points. Last week, go to Heritage, dominate, score, score, score. Springdale is, you know, had a big victory over Farmington. They've had been on a roll a little bit. Talk to us uh, who you like here. The mouth took Springdale. Grandma nod took Springdale. I mean, what do you, what, I mean, what, what's the, the battle cry here? I mean, this, well, is, this is I for think, the playoffs. Well, I think also, too, that, that it's going to be an important halftime show for <laughs> the band's playing because this could be one of those uh, – this is going to be the weirdest game probably of the night, uh, maybe in a long time. So the bands are going to dominate the, this game right here. But what I've got for you, though, is Springdale – uh, has only scored 112 points to 178. That's the thing about Harbor. They've scored points, but, man, they have given up 262 points. But, like I said, they they played Bigsby, which might be the number one team in the entire country. Uh, so, Harbor uh, is interesting in the way that they've played, the, you know, their conference, uh, their non-conference schedule. I don't know who set that up for them, but that was not a good that, – that's what happens when you have a really good team and you sign a two-year deal. Yes. Uh, they always get the, you know, they forget graduation sometimes. You need to fluctuate what you've got there on the contracts. And, uh, you know, Springdale played really well. Of course, they played Conway early on and got blanked. Uh, I think the only thing they won that night was the coin toss, and I heard there was a double-sided coin. So uh, this one's going to be a, be an interesting game. Fireworks sales could be at all-time high on some side or the other. I think Springdale could make it interesting if they could hold on the ball and, and sustain drives. Uh, but I'm going to take Harbor in this. I'm going to take Harbor. I think this is real difficult. And I'm fixing to do something I did earlier this year. I had all, some, all summer Parkview beating Bryant. And then I changed it at the very end. 
in kind of this summer, I've had Springdale beating Harvard, but I, the, I don't know if, if Springdale can score enough points. I mean, you know, they can do it with the control in the game. In part, Coach Hobbs feels good about it. I'm going to go with Harvard Wildcats. I, I am, and uh, and plus they they've won a lot of them in a row. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very true. That's tough. It's at Harbor. Even though it's across town, it's at Harbor. It's at Harbor. That could be something, too, that plays an effect. I don't really know. This is is a straight spinner game. You just spin this one around, you can come up with 500 different ways of who's going to I guarantee it. It's going to be one heck of a pillow fight. I I, I think it's going to be – I mean, you're talking about playoff implications. There's huge. Oh, gosh. Sales are are fun. They, All right, they, here we they, go. Who, Staying in the 7A West, Fayetteville last week beat Rodgers, I believe 49-42, gave up some points. Had had the boys on last week. Had the boys on. We gave up some points, but but uh, they they end up getting a win. They've got to travel to Southside. Southside got beat last week 50-35 to again at Bentonville. They're playing at home. Uh, look pretty healthy. Southside does. Both teams do. He like it. Uh, the mouth is going to go with Fayetteville, which the mouth always picks Southside, but he picked Fayetteville this time. He's he's, he's, he's trying he's to win. He's tired of losing. He's yeah, tired of being grandma. Three grandma and... and I took Fayetteville. I'm going to take Fayetteville, which just kills my soul. But I will take Fayetteville over the Mavericks. Who you got? The Mavericks. Uh, here's what I've got for you. I got some numbers. I got Fayetteville averaging 52 points a game. That means if you don't score 53, you don't win. That's 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 what that means. 52 points a game. And last week, Southside gave up. Oh, what was that? Oh my God. CJ Brown, the, the Razorback sign he had, he had seven catches for 215 yards. That's somebody's season. That's a slot guy's season he had against uh, the Mavericks. I don't think the Mavericks have an answer for uh, getting to Lindsey. Lindsey's, uh, you know, power five quarterback. I'm taking Fayetteville uh, by quite a lot right here. This could be uh, this could be one of those uh, statement games. But once again, Southside, you know, they're playing themselves into that. They're getting their hardest part of their schedule done in the conference. Uh, they're getting into a stretch of about four games where they're very winnable. They could end up being fourth in that league. Oh, I, uh, I think so. I think so. Could get a, get a home playoff game. They really could be. And if anybody on that side learns how to play defense, they might win a state championship. Just saying. Just gonna throw that out there. Throwing it out there. Some suggestions from from the from the cheap seats. I like it. I like it. I like it over there. All right. <laughs> last game is well. This was a, a crazy game last year. Cabot at Conway. Uh, the mouse taking Conway, obviously, Grandma and I loves her some Buck James and Conway, Wampus Cats. Man, Cabot struggled this year. This, you know, this was a difference game last year. I mean, it really oh, put yeah. sailed Cabot up for a great season. Big rival at Conway. You've been to these games. You, you've been, you've seen them. Uh, very oh, intense yeah. rival. Matter of oh. fact, I'm going this week. I'm going to go watch this, this game. You're going to uh, watch. Okay. Yeah, me and Coach Stanley we're going to go check this out. Uh, just get that guy down there by the track somewhere and then get him in the chair, and we can watch this game from the sideline. But yeah, I think that uh, I think Bucks probably woke him up a little bit this week. Uh, I'm sure practice was phenomenal. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of come to Jesus uh, about last week. I knew he was un- unhappy. Uh, you know, that's what championship coaches do. They drive some drive kids the right way, you know, and I think that's the, uh, the way that he's been so successful. So I look for Conway to be fired up, bless Cabot's heart. Uh, you know, and Cabot's just don't, you know, the quarterback did so much for him last year in the run game. And, you know, it's hard to account for that. Uh, if anybody played defense, I don't know if anybody plays defense anymore, but, uh, anyway, uh, you know, that's something that uh, they're, they're kind of lacking this year. Still got big linemen, uh, still really, really sound, well-coached, all that great stuff. You know, I always love it. I always love coach talk when they say well-coached. What does exactly that mean? And most of the time it comes after you beat somebody. You have to say, hey, they're well-coached. Well, you beat them. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, both teams are are, are set up for uh, for uh, a high uh, – at least maybe even a, maybe even a buy in the playoffs. Uh, if Cabot can get rolling here, but they're not going to get rolling against Conway. I think Conway's uh, playing at home, uh, and like I said, I think Buck has definitely shook some. And how about the OBU Washita Tigers? Yeah, 
legend Coach Knight, being the genius that he is, uh, offers Donovan, finally, the quarterback at Conway. I mean, what a move. That's a No one of the guy is on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. That guy's figured it out. That guy's a player. I mean, Donovan is a heck of a player. Uh, he makes throws. He's a good leader. He's great in that system. Um, I, I, I was really excited for that kid. That's pretty awesome. But, yeah, this is going to be Conway by 90. No, I'm just kidding. Conway is going to win this one by three touchdowns, though. Well, you, you know, had the kids had love getting up in the morning reading the Democrat Gazette. Cats win. James is upset. You know, they know it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were really excited about the, you know, Sunday, even watching a little film with Coach would have been awesome. Uh, because, uh, you know, one year uh, they were playing Conway when he was at Bryant. And this is probably the most respect I've ever seen for uh, that I've ever given a football coach. They're starting defense. Now, listen to this. They had 11 people. And this is when they, this is probably the second one they won. And Conway's getting them pretty good there. And Conway's kind of doing whatever they want to do on offense. This guy calls a timeout and takes all 11 off. He put his second unit in on defense. He put he took all 11. Just said, hey, come sit with me over here. I mean, that happens in basketball all the time, but I've never seen a football coach literally take his first string defense off in a very meaningful game just to prove a point. And guess what? They didn't give up another point the rest of the night. So I figured I'm figuring practice went that way for Buck. Well, I, I'm sure they'll be ready to go. Hey man, appreciate you coming on again. Hope we'll have the mouth back next week. We'll be ready to roll. No problem, man. It's awesome. This is awesome. Keep it up, man. We'll see you. Hey, be hollering at me. Text me during the con cabin Conway game. Keep me up to date. I will. I uh, will. Right, we'll give you some insights here. See you guys. Thank you, man. Man, Coach Pimple is fired up by his picks this week. Yes, he oh, is. my gosh. He is ready to roll, spitting out numbers. Uh, just, I mean, it's pretty early. He went eight and two. We might create a monster here. Just, you might have, just, Coach. Just, just never I'm know. a little nervous about it. Might well, have. let's do this. Let's go ahead and let's talk about our picks of the week. We'll bring on our man, Derek, from Triple Crown right now. He's He had pretty good. Uh, set for a good couple of weeks. Let's see what he has to say. See what direction we need to go. Let's bring him on. Mr. Triple Crown himself, Derek. Crazy hey. week last week. I mean, uh, hit some big ones and then, then had some surprises. Uh, yeah. NFL right now is a little crazy. Uh, but, but I think it's starting to play itself out a little bit. And then, right. and then college football. Man, who knows? You know, who, who, who knows what's going on with all that? Talk to yeah. us. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, no problem. So we're going to dial back a little bit this week. We're going to have three uh, college games and four NFL. Um, in college, we're going to do Notre Dame at Louisville. And we're going to take on Notre-, this Notre Dame. You, you're on this Notre Dame. I know. I am. I have, they got a damn good defense, man. Yeah, and they so, do. Um, I mean, whenever you're holding Duke down, which Duke's got a high powered offense, and then, um, you know, Ohio State scored 16 on them, and they should have won that game. Um, Louisville's high-powered offense as well, but I don't think they've played a defense like Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got solid quarterback play um, out of Hartman. So uh, we're going to take um, money line on Notre Dame. And then it's a marquee game. I want to play it just because of the line. Oklahoma at Texas. Oof. And tech, the, the, the original line is 7.5 Oklahoma. And I, you can buy it to 14.5. So that means that I'm going to take Oklahoma at 14.5. I think Texas got a better running game. Um, but you look at Oklahoma, a lot of people says, don't think they have defense. They actually have a decent defense. And I think that they're going to, it's going to stay within two scores. That's what I'm gambling on. Right. Well, and, and I agree with you. I've watched their defense the last two weeks and that's kind of what I wanted to watch. I mean, they, they've been able to score the ball. They're not, you know, in Iowa state, I know they're not a great football team this year, but they have been a thorn in the right. side. And I, I think they're, Venables has got their defense going in the right direction. Yeah, I don't know if they'll actually beat Texas, but I think I think that they'll keep it within two touchdowns, and so I think 14 and a half is a safe bet there because they're going to score. And then the third game on college on Saturday, I've got um, I've got North Carolina at home against Syracuse. The line's eight and a half. Um, you know, North Carolina's number fourteen. They're they're they've been beating people pretty well. Um, they beat Pitt. They um, but with that. So you look at Syracuse played, they haven't played nobody, right? And they're four and one, North Carolina's four and oh. I would buy it. I'm not gonna take the, the money line, but we're gonna buy it down to a touchdown. It's eight and a half. 
bite down the seven, and I think North Carolina will cover there. And so you parlay all those, and you get like two and a half to one. Uh, so Notre Dame uh, money line, Oklahoma plus 14 and a half, North Carolina bite down to a touchdown, minus seven. NFL, um, NFL, I, I'm going to ride with the, um, the the money line, right? I mean, we're going to continuously do that. That's but I have, it. It works. It works. But there's there's a little bit of a a little trick that I want to tell you guys that you can do here if you bet on these apps like I do, right? So whenever you're going, you're playing the money line on these games, and I'll use this first one as an example. It's the Bears at the Commanders, and the Commanders are going to win. Bears are tanking. They're trying to get pick one and two. I mean, even though they about beat Denver, who's awful. But Commanders, are, you know, they, they played the Eagles really well last week. Washington Commanders, it's kind of hard to say that. Used to Redskins. Yes. But um, you can get plus two if you bet on these apps at the same price as Moneyline. So why not take plus two? Because you might lose by one point, right, on a field last-second field goal or something like that. And so whenever I say Commanders plus two, it's because it's you're, you're getting the same exact odds as you're betting Moneyline. So you go in there and you move the little dial until you get the plus two. Um, the second game, that's the Thursday night game. The second game is Panthers at the Lions, and it's minus nine Lions. I'm going to take the Lions all day, but I'm going to I'm going to bring it back to money line. Um, I think the that's the best team in that um, in that NFC North, no doubt. Panthers are they're just trying to figure out the quarterback system there completely. Uh, the third game is Giants at the Dolphins, and the Giants are awful. <laughs> I mean, they are absolutely awful. Like they. They got sacked 10 times last night. I mean, I felt bad for Daniel Jones, to be honest. Like, he come off the sidelines, and Dabble was like, hey, <laughs> what was that? And he's like, you go play quarterback. I mean, he had no protection or nothing. And without Barkley, he has no uh, insurance at all. And Dolphins are going to come off of a loss that, that broke my heart last this week. Oh, man. But it was turnovers. I mean, I think <laughs> – Dolphins and Bills, they play again, and it can be a tight game, and it's all about who doesn't turn the ball over. Dolphins turned it over way too many times, couldn't convert on fourth down. So Dolphin rebound at home uh, on money line. And then the last, saving the last game for you here, it's probably the best matchup of the day. It is. It's going to be the – Don't even, don't even say yeah. it. Don't even say it. You're a <laughs> Yeah, Cowboys at the 49ers, right? And but with it, I'm taking 49ers plus one because you can get the the odds are too good at home. I think 49ers best team in football. Cowboys got incredible defense. Tell their defense has scored more points than their offense, right? But I really think 49ers got all the right weapons. Um, I'm not sold on Dak, and I think in um, Shanahan's offense out there, I think you just have to have a guy like Purdy. I think you could put. Uh, Stetson Bennett in there, and that offense would work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, and he he's consistent enough, smart enough to make it work. So I'm gonna so to re- summarize NFL: Commanders plus two, Lions money line, Dolphins money line, 49ers plus one because you get the plus one for free. And in case they lose on a last second field goal, you don't lose your entire parlay. You know that 49ers Cowboys game is really interesting because they played you know a year before. In the playoffs, 49ers just ran right through them. I mean, they could, they didn't know, they didn't even need to throw a pass. And then <laughs> last year, we'd go there, and man, we play awesome on defense. Besides, Dak didn't know what team he was on. He got thrown to that yeah. team. And so, this is a huge game for the Cowboys on the I am for both of them. I mean, yeah. this one, you look down the road and, you know, home field playoff and stuff like that. You know, either you're traveling or not. So it's a huge game Sunday night, and I will be the most nervous person in Northwest Arkansas. I will be <laughs> it's going to be an awesome game, man. I really do. And I, I was sitting there, I was looking at it, and I'm like, I have to play it. I mean, it's just I had to because, you know, I honestly I thought 49ers were going to win it last year, and I've said it every program you've had me on here um, until they didn't have a quarterback no, no more, right? And so I think that I think they're the real deal. And, uh, look, you watched the game last week, McCaffrey. He's going to be running. I think another good bet is Dallas is not going to want to let him score. He's scored in 13 straight uh, games. He had four touchdowns last week. He could have had five. And so I think they were being nice to Jerry Rice by not letting him beat his five-touchdown record, right? Um, but it, they're incredible. And McCaffrey's incredible, to be honest. They're, they're physical. They're good on defense at all levels. I mean, they're yep. unbelievable. They've done a great job putting that. John Lynch and have done a great job putting that team together. You know, get a rookie deal, quarterback. 
Let's hold up and go try to win. And they can stay healthy. I think they've got a really good chance. I, I love watching Greenlaw in the middle, too, you know. And he yeah. actually got picked up last week. I don't know if he's – I hadn't read about him or anything, but he's he's the key to that defense. I love watching him, Arkansas guy. I love watching him in the middle. So, great, story, great story on that young man. Mm-hmm. I think it's Coach Smith. He worked for – Coach Bielema's defense coordinator. He, he came to South, so he had a corner they were looking at. And, and then Dre Greenlaw was the other guy. And they really had one scholarship left. And he comes to Southside. And, <laughs> and they beat us seven to nothing. And Dre Greenlaw beat us by himself. And I remember walking on the going, I looked at that coach. And he goes, what do you think? I go, that guy's pretty good, man. He probably won't look at that guy a little bit. Great story. But <laughs> yeah. great. I love watching. Real proud of him. I won't be pulling for him Sunday, but really proud of him. <laughs> well, Derek, let me get you off here. Tell us, everybody, where they can find you. Yeah, TikTok. Just look up Triple Crown. I've been posting about every two or three days. Anytime there's a big sporting event on, you know, tonight I posted, a, I got the Brewers tonight, right? And, you know, I go in there, like it, just trying to get followers. You know, we're getting we're getting about four to 500 views, at, you know, up to 800 at certain times. But just trying to get the word out. Um, sorry, that's a horn at a bridge here next there to me. Go. Um, but, um, horses are, are coming in December, so I'm starting to get that itch and so I'm going to start doing a lot more studying on, on that. And so we'll get into that pretty quick. Well, it won't be long. Won't be long. Derek, see you next week. I appreciate it. Let's hopefully people can win some money. See you later. Man. All right. Take see care. Well, I hope everybody really enjoyed the show. I tell you what, we got some great games lined up for this, this Friday night. Also, Hogs on Saturday, yep. you know, got picks. You, you, Derek gave us a bunch of picks you, you can you can have a little fun with. And and uh, Bray, let's let's before we sign off, tell everybody where they can find us. Well, yeah, Coach, we are on both uh, Twitter uh, or excuse me X uh, and YouTube. On X, we are Coaches Pod. It's our handle. Uh, you can see all of our episodes there, or you can go to YouTube, search Coaches in the Mouth. Uh, we're there every week, um, as well as Apple Podcasts. Uh, those are being streamed. Uh, there as well. So give well, us a like and the follow. Give us a like and follow and do a little subscribing and we'll be Subscribe, good to go. like, follow. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for next week. We're going to, things are starting to shape out in conferences and we'll mm-hmm. see where we're at with the hogs and all that part of it. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, we'll see you next time on the Coaches in the Mouth.